Hey, and welcome to The Creative Influencer Show, a weekly podcast talking about all things design, building, real estate, and how to get your next project off the ground running. I have been building and designing Muskoka cottages for almost two decades, and it is crazy how time flies. My name is Amanda McLennan, owner and designer of RB Furniture Shop and RB Design located in beautiful Port Carling, Muskoka, Canada. I'm an entrepreneur at the core with an incredible design team, mom to my three amazing kids who fill my heart with so much joy. I have a huge love for surfing with a big goal this year to nail a 360 on my surfboard and my CrossFit tribe, a great coffee, and of course, a Nutella. So what is the freaking deal? The Creative Influencer Podcast is a brand new platform that I am so excited to share. And well, here is a quick who, where, and why I ended up playing in your ears. So what feels like a little while back, and if I'm being honest, it was two decades ago, I made a huge move from the city to Muskoka to start a career in interior design. I took a beat up old car with a huge heart filled with creativity and made my way north on Highway 400. I was young, free of responsibilities, and I landed this huge internship at a design firm with an incredible opportunity to work on some of the most magazine-worthy projects here along the shorelines of Lake Muskoka. I was a junior at the time and I was just so happy to work and fully submerge myself into my passion. And hey guys, I would have literally done anything to spend a moment with a talented architect, a lead designer, or a big client. I just wanted to absorb everything like a big old vision board. Okay guys, so let's jump in and get started because I know you guys are going to love this episode. So before we get started, I wanted to share this amazing opportunity to join our RB mail list and receive 15% off your first online order. Our team has been working so hard on new arrivals, introductions, and our website is looking fresh and ready for the 2022 season. So make sure to head over to the website to see all the new introductions at rbfurnitureshop.com or give us a follow on Instagram where you can see most of our projects, arrivals, and daily store stories which most of them are the unglamorous life of myself, but you can watch them and get a lot of unedited bloopers and get some giggles in. So let's dive right into this episode and get started. Okay, so let's dive right into episode 23, being an entrepreneur and balancing mom life. This is a personal one and it fits into the real world. How the heck do women create businesses, have kids, stay humble and do it all? Here is what I do and where I'm heading for some of my really big goals over the next year. Okay, so let's get real for a second. Creating a business, starting something in your basement through long, long, long nights while nursing a mommy little ones is not an easy task. Some days I would question myself if this was even a thing worth sticking out. And yes, the doubt train, it would roll in daily, (laughs) honestly. And when I think back to the start of my career and the journey, it has been one long road. And for those of you who are listening that are just starting out, prepare yourself for a very long ride. There have been so many lessons along the way and so many things. If I look back laughing now, 
But honestly, I'm sure it was quite the opposite at the time. In fact, I'm positive that it was opposite at the time. And enter the three F's in life, which is generally for me, frustration, failure, and fatigue. Honestly, most new businesses fail in the first year. Over 30% of them fail. By year two, that number increases to 40%. And by year five, over 50% of new businesses fail. Those are alarming stats, guys. Like alarming stats. I have always been the type of person that would go above and beyond the task that was required. And if it required creative thinking, guys, in the sense of like, how do we problem solve this? I would be there for this exam class. I'm not sure if this is like how all entrepreneurs work or they're just, that's the type of skill set that they're called to or they're more likely to have that type of skill set. But I will tell you, having that skill is why and where my business is today. They should just offer a course in college. Everything is figure outable. And honestly, side note here, everything is actually figureoutable. There's a great book that is by uh, Marie Forello. It's called Everything is Figureoutable. Um, I'm not even sure if that's actually a word, but we're just going to put it here on the podcast. But it's such a great book. It talks a lot about um, what I'm referring to. And especially like in the sense where it's like when you're jump, jump into an entrepreneurial role and it's just like you just don't have the cash flow to be able to you know, hire all of these different skill sets for it, you definitely need to jump in there and figure things out. I mean, there is stuff that I've had to literally go on Google and figure out, like, how how do you do that? Like, how do you do that? I, last year, guys, I did not know how to hitch a trailer. So I did not know how to, I live in an area where we have lots of boats and we have lots of trailers and I'm constantly around construction sites. I'm constantly around things where, you know, I drive trucks where there have hitches and things. And I've towed a trailer before, but I've never actually hitched um, something on there. And honestly, how did I do it? I literally went to the guys that were at the dealership and I stood there with the mechanics just saying, teach me. Like, I really just need you to show me how to do this. And I had this kind like mechanic come up. And I'm sure he thought that I was nuts, but he did. He He took his time. He showed me. He like showed me all the different hitches that I would put on there, like how to safely attach them, what that looked like, like all the pins that needed to go in. And I literally just would practice in a parking lot. Um, And that for me, like it was something, I mean, I don't know if I'm like the master of like hooking up a trailer or towing it, but I will tell you, it is a proud moment where you can be able to do some like really badass things like that. And especially when it's like in such a male driven world, when you're in the type of girl that can walk onto a job site and be able to do something like that, um, I don't know. I feel like the men folk definitely give you a lot more respect. So, you know, we have that. At least we have that to to deal with. But anyway, side note, everything is figureoutable. It's a great book. It's by Marie Forello. Um, And I have made my staff read it. I have read it. Um, And I do think that she is a wonderful uh, coach and she has a lot of really great advice and great things to say. So give her a follow. I am constantly trying to figure things out in my business and new ways to achieve better results or just general problem solving. This is from absolutely anything from like accounting, leadership, education, deliveries, deliveries. Let's talk about the freaking problem that I have in my business for a hot minute with deliveries. Business growth, it's amazing. And it has allowed for some really great progress, especially on my PL sheet. 
But the delivery situation at the store is a huge gap right now in my business. And it has been actually for two seasons. And I'm just going to be really transparent with this with you guys. I'm just like, I just need to give you real life moments of where this is at. I honestly didn't feel that like deliveries would be such a problematic thing in a business. It seems like it's such a simple solution where you need to have manpower physically able to lift something that might be somewhat heavy. There's the capability of being able to like physically take it to site. So you need a vehicle in order to house that. And then some type of skill set, I guess, at the end point that would require, you know, maybe the operation of a drill, you know, some basic, you know, sort of like, I guess I'm going to categorize it as like handyman skill, you know, something like that. So like you need those three elements to sort of like make a, make a delivery successful, I guess. But I have had so many problems trying to get this sort of sticky situation right. So if we rewind for a little bit prior to COVID, we've had this massive increase in sales. Really, really great. That's lovely. But it's created this huge gap because I can sell all day long and it's so successful and sell, 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 sell. And that's great. But now we need to go deliver. So at first, when we tried to approach the problem, we were like, okay, we're going to just private sector this. Like, we're just going to outsource it, and that's going to be great, and that's going to sort of cover us. And that was okay for a bit until we sort of ran into a bit of trouble where we inconsistently couldn't, like, meet deadlines because we were relying on a third party. And then the professionalism, I felt like, wasn't the same as what our company was trying to project with our core values. So... It, you know, I guess in like a perfect world, it's like, yeah, the third party was great, but not really if the end point, especially for a delivery for me, like I think that's like the most important transaction at the end because it's the last impression that you leave with a client. It's, you know, all the stuff that you're sort of sitting with and, you know, it's the aha moment. And like, if somebody's there and you physically can't be there on every single delivery because I, I just can't. It's physically impossible for me to do that. Um, is that the lasting impression that I want to have with the client? So again, it's got this massive gaps. And I feel like the delivery situation seems like it's such a simple thing to solve. But for me, it hasn't really been a simple thing to solve. And I feel a little frustrated and almost like somewhat, I don't even want to say embarrassed. Like I don't feel like embarrassed is the right word, but like you're almost like, what? Why can this be the thing? Like, this is the thing. Like, this is the thing. She's on a podcast talking about deliveries. Like, that's her biggest worry in life. But it is, it's been so frustrating. And I feel like I've honestly I've been working here. Like, I think COVID has created this massive gaps in the employment sector. That means like at the moment we're such a seasonal community, right? And there are more jobs at the moment than there are honestly combos for my ice cold brew at Starbucks. <laughs> it's very frustrating. I have been working in Muskoka for almost 20 years and I've never seen so many like, we're hiring, you know, join our team. And there's signs literally everywhere. It's ridden in our community. Um, and so many people wanted to move to our community because of, you know, sort of escaping city life and all of that stuff. It's created like all of these, you know, massive hiring uh, sprees, which is amazing. It's great if you're looking for employment. That's amazing. Not so great for me if you're trying to sort of like scrape towards like can we just find a body like a human somebody that's got like just a heartbeat anything anything can we get anything it's been really really problematic so anyways there are lots of even signing bonuses that companies are like offering right now so back to my delivery problem it's a challenge and honestly to say the least 
were expanding at the seams and that's amazing but getting the product to the actual end point was tricky and I've like gone through so many different avenues of trying to you know do that I like I had mentioned before I tried to do the private sector and just I decided last year sort of to bite the bullet and I hired my own crew and a new store truck I went to the dealership I put my big girl pants on and went walked into the dealership that um, I bought my cars before at and said I need a company vehicle <laughs> minus I remember literally sitting there with a the sales guy and he's like that's great. Like we can, yeah, we can hook you up. It, we just, we don't have any vehicles right now and we don't have any trucks like at all, like zero. There's like, I have, um, a, like a GMC truck. Not that that matters. It doesn't matter, but so it's a North American vehicle and there was literally no vehicles. Like it was like, you know, when you see like the grass tumbleweeds, like sort of like rolling by like on a cowboy and Western movie, like that kind of like, that was what it was like at my dealership. And I was like, great. At the time when I really need a truck, I can't even get a truck because there's no inventory. So lo and behold, thank you, Adam, for being able to locate me. He He did find a truck for me. It is a very, very like basic truck, but it's such a proud moment because it's our first company corporate vehicle. And I went and purchased it and it feels so good and it's logoed and it makes me just have this very, very proud moment. It's also very scary too, because, um, you're purchasing a corporate vehicle and you're also like, you're locked into a plan and it's different. I don't know. It's different than like your, uh, your own vehicle, maybe that you've leased or bought or whatever, or financed. It just feels different when it's like in your company. Cause you're like, Oh, you know, now we really like, you, yeah, it's, it's important. Like we really have to make this work. So Anyways, that's that's where we are. So we got a truck and um yeah, and we've got a delivery crew. And honestly, the delivery crew most of the time consists of one team member and often myself or my very fit and available teenage son. And why I'm sharing this because I think that the core and like core and essential success of running a small business means that you have to get deep and figure out these situations so you know for me the problem was I mean and if even if it was like we're at a point for our company like yes we looked at our you know our expenses and we could definitely afford to manage a corporate car payment but maybe you were just starting out a business and that's not on and there's like there's been a lot of years that we've been able to do that like this company is 10 years old we haven't been able to purchase a company vehicle until now I would Prior to that, I was renting trucks. I was renting trailers. I still rent trailers um, because that's just what works for a business and just to sort of keep it moving and, and kind of going. And you just, anyways, you have to dig deep get and you have to figure out these situations. So I'm going to get real with you. The next thing is scheduling. And it's your bestie. If you're a mom or a business owner, my calendar, honestly, like schedule, schedule, schedule. My calendar literally looks like a lit up art project and it's in all different colors. It's filled with anything from meetings, business development opportunities, marketing plans, retail schedules, personal events, kids schedules. And side note, like side note here, my kids are all, well, actually two out of my three kids are in competitive sports teams, which means that they're often like for Jackson, he's often on the ice several times a week, like sometimes up to six times a week if he's in his busy season, which hockey generally runs in Canada from September to at least March, plus all the summertime stuff. And, um, 
my other daughter, she's on a competitive gymnastics team. So she's there at gymnastics like sometimes three to four times a week. So schedule, 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 schedule. I cannot mention that like anymore. I, I, I use um, Google Calendar for mine. I've mentioned this before on podcasts. I have everything sort of labeled. Everything's color coded. Um, and I write literally everything that I have to do in a day down. Like it just goes into the calendar. Those calendars can be shared. Like our team, we share. I share certain calendars with my team. I share certain calendars with my kid's dad, you know, it, there's just, there's tons of schedules. Like I cannot mention like that is just been such a big game changer. Schedule yourself. Like it's your number one priority. There is like this amazing quote and it sort of stuck with me for the past while. And it goes like this. So you are the results today of your actions that you took from six months ago. And I don't know who said that or where it was from. I'm sure it was like a personal development coach that I follow. Um, so if it was you apologize, I'm not mentioning your name, but it's such a true quote. So you are the results today of your actions that you took from six months ago. It's so friggin' true. Like you cannot accomplish great mind blowing things when you're operating at a four five. So take care of yourself and protect your schedule. Like it's your secret weapon. I live in a small community and my friends extend from Muskoka, which is my home, you know, sort of hometown where I've like raised my kids to Toronto. And that means that we all help each other out. And especially when it comes to driving around the kiddos, I don't know if this is just because it's like, I find that I do it a lot as like a mom because I'm affiliated with sports teams. Um, And we generally like have create like these mini micro communities where we just like help each other out. Like I know multiple people and moms and single parents and, you know, sometimes moms that have multiple kids that are doing things. And we're just like community wise, you just sort of help out and you're able to drive kids or take kids or whatever. I really feel like the transition, you know, from when your kids are really little and you get consumed a lot with time where, you know, you have more play dates and you know, the babies are busy and you just, there's a lot of busyness to it because you're sort of keeping the kids, but well, I mean, my kids are older now and I sort of have, I have teenagers. So, um, not everybody's a teenager, but they're, they're, they're definitely getting older where they're able to take care of themselves. Like they're not little babies. So I feel like now I drive my kids around all the time. Like I feel like I'm just a glorified Uber. Um, most days, but it's fine. So my time, I guess what I'm saying is like your time is so important. Like the time that I had when the kids were really, really little is really just transitioned into just different, you know, blocks of time. Like I'm still putting the same amount of time into it. It's just in a different form. I mean, now it's just driving them around. It's picking them up. It's taking them here, taking them there. Um, so it just looks a little bit differently, but it's still, still the same thing. Anyways, ask for help and get good at that. Like I'm running a business with multiple revenue streams that require me to be on site and present often. And also like I'm recently a single mom with three kids and hectic schedules. So although what you see on social media and like our photo shoots, the reality is very different from the actual real life situations because of my job and my, my, like my commitments. It means that I have to get up like I get up most days between four and five o'clock to work to write content like this. And I always make sure to get like my kids up and have breakfast with them and drop them off at school. So that's like in the school season right now. We're in the summer. So my kids are actually away at camp for the month of July, which has been really, really nice. Um, and it's something that it's not all my kids are there. Just two out of my three kids are there, but I decided to do that last year because I thought that it would be an excellent opportunity for them to go to camp. They're sort of at that age. 
Um, it gives me an opportunity where I can like spend those three weeks really, 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 um, getting and producing like a lot of content and catching up with work. And I mean, man, like I get so much done when I don't have to care for all the other human beings that are living in this house. So, and it's an, it's just like a very like aha moment. So it's, um, I love when they do come back for sure. Um, it's great, but it's just a really, really good way to sort of like, um, have time. So I just currently have Jackson with me and he's super easy because, um, he's a teenager and most of the time teenagers don't want to talk. So (laughs) it's all good. I always make sure to get like the kids up and have breakfast with them and drop them off at school. I really enjoy that part of my day. I'm obsessed about fitness right now, CrossFit at the moment, and I I hit most CrossFit classes probably five to six times a week, I know, and don't want to hear any criticism about like rest days, but for me, it's, I don't know, just there's hard cycles that you go through in life, and CrossFit for me is cheaper than therapy, so that's where we're at. Those like evenings, I have to go, like, but I when, especially when I'm doing classes, like that's the time that fits in for me versus a morning. It's just how my schedule is, but I have done morning workouts and I really like them as well. Just right now in this cycle of my life, um, evening works better for me. Um, I refuse that like for me that I'm going to have to say no to the things that serve me best. So I, again, I put it all into the schedule and it just doesn't matter. So like at four o'clock, you will not find me past work. Like it's four o'clock. It's, it's, it's done for me. I don't tend to check my emails past that time because I've been checking them throughout the day. I'm up at four o'clock in the morning when most people are not up. Most people do not start their workday until nine or later by the time they get into the office. And I already feel like I'm five hours ahead by that point. So um, yes to everything and a hell yes to things that make me intentional, creative, a joyful leader and a mom so I can really show up for my life legend. So let's go. Oh, this is a good one. Say no with confidence. So many of us are dancing around trying to make everyone happy when in the reality is that they just like they can't keep that pace. This was a game changer for me. I volunteered with my kids at school on committee boards, golf fundraisers, soccer coaching. Like, don't ask about that one because that's actually the funniest one. I feel like I literally have zero soccer experience. And like, thank the Lord that they were just like little kids and Timbits because if you had watched me coaching, like I just, I'm like, sure, like all that seems good. I love zero experience with that. Anyways, point being is that I think society and its pressure shows these super moms in a way that they can do it all, look amazing in their size, like freaking two clothes and totally fit running a business empire on social media, volunteering, pretty much anything like hitting up like the mom of the year award. Okay, so like, honestly, I'm going to call this out. That's absolute BS. And I'm going to call on that because there's absolutely no way that any human being can operate at that level. And why would you want to? Like, why would you want to be running around like that? That this is ridiculous. I said no to fundraising and volunteering a few years ago because it was consuming me. I will do a podcast on this because I think it's really fun. I got so deep that I actually bought a snack bar, guys. Like, I don't even, I didn't even want to sell candy. That's how deep I got into it because it's just, and at the time, I guess, I don't have any regrets of doing that. It was such a life lesson, though, to learn that it's like, how do you value your time and really what are you putting into it? For me right now, I have a team of people that help me. And when they say like it takes a village, it really does. There is no way on earth that I would be able to achieve the things that I am doing without the support of my family, my ex, my friends, 
like my hired help that I have to, you know, bring on board and just really all of the above. When my kids were younger, you got to remember, like I had three babies in four years, which means like a lot of diapers. It was a lot of daycare costs and like the daycare. My kids are older now and like they're in their teenage years, but I have like, honestly, I bulging memories of the times in daycare. I don't know if it was just for me, like daycare was so challenging, but like it was everything from like limited hours. I'm a very like flexible person in terms of like, you know, my work schedule, but often like I don't really typically work like nine to five. I'm definitely have to accommodate different hours and stuff for clients. So Dicker was like challenging with like the limited hours. It had, it was super expensive, very high cost. And it seemed like every time they got sick, they got sent home and then you'd have to take the day off or not be available. Like it was just such a cycle all the time. And not to mention the fact that like when your kids are in daycare, bunker down because you are going to get sick with every single thing. We were constantly sick like all the time. It's like that does not build up your immunity. I don't know what does, but like little kids when they're sick they get sick like they're sick all the time they always have runny noses and all that stuff and I just feel like and then you come home and then you're sick and then your immune system is down and it's just like such a cycle it would go through and then you know times that by like three kids and you have a baby and like those are not like times of my life where I'm like yes that was such an amazing experience it was like sort of like plagued with like I don't even know, just like blurry moments. So at the time, I honestly thought it was so challenging. And I, I, I ended up hiring a nanny to come in and help me. And over the years, we had a couple and they helped raise like those babies. And I would not be here today if it wasn't for the actions like that, that freed up time for me to start a business. Now, I'm not saying that every new mom should go hire a nanny. It's nuts if you think that, but you honestly, for me, it worked. It was more practical. It was actually more cost effective to do that than put three kids through daycare and then be like when you, especially when you account for like sick days and things like that. So for me, it worked. Um, there are pros and cons to having like a live-in caregiver with you, um, especially the fact that they're like, they're living in your house, right. And they're taking care of your kids and yeah, you can set ground rules and stuff, but there are definitely moments like as a mom where, you know, you might not be able to get to that, you know, I don't know. Like there's just moments, like there are moments that, you know, maybe my kids were like riding their bike or something and they fell off and I'd be like at home working and I see that. And then the nanny's out there comforting them. And it's just like that moment where you really have to let it go so I don't know. There's just like, there's some emotion. So the pros and cons to that, and you have to be the bigger person to understand, you know, at that time where it's like, you know, and maybe it's not a nanny, but it could be like grandma or like a friend or a babysitter or something. Right. And it's just like, you can't, you know, you have to let that go. So that was a, that was a, that was a big thing for me to be able to let those moments go where it's like, I can't be there for every single little, you know, boo-boo moment. But anyways, I did hire and I thought it was great. Um, I'm not saying like, honestly, I think that it's nuts that if you think that you should like, you're a new mom and you should go hire a nanny. I feel like it's such a bougie thing to do. But for me, it was like, it was just, it really came down to like the, like the black and white, like what are the dollars in the sense and what's more cost effective? Like, is it more cost effective to stay at home? Like for, especially when you're in like a two income home, right? So if you're in a two income home and you're, you know, partners having the baby and 
is going to stay at home? Is it more co- like it, it? Some women can't, you know, take a break from their career. And like my, I, I, di- I did at some point, like I did take some time off when I had kids, but like just to go back, I feel like I'm a better mom when I'm working. Like that's just me personally. So I just, I feel like I, I would never be able to say no to my career. And it's just being able, like I've had to adapt my career to my life. So I think that that's really, really important for you to sort of assess that too. But anyways, hire a babysitter or get a friend to help out a couple times a week for you to achieve your goal. You don't need to go hire a nanny. You don't need to put your kids in daycare if it doesn't visit with you. You know, it just really depends on like what you want to do. Heck, I did not have access to like grandparents the way that some of my friends do. But I mean, grandparents can look after your kids. Like there's so many other ways to do it. So for me, that was my personal life situation for the nanny. I also, I hired a cleaner because, um, not at the same time, like the, the nanny would help out with like making sure like dinner and meals and all that stuff. But eventually, you know, when the kids grew up, we didn't require that anymore. So I, I'm going to be on, I have a cleaner that comes once a week to my house and I feel that they, like, it is the best feeling. And let me tell you how amazing it is because it saves me so much time and it allows me to work and gain bigger, like, business results. Like, honestly, I don't know who else is with me, but the best feeling in the world is coming home to a clean house and even better that you didn't have to do it and a fully fridged, like, stocked fridge, a fresh, like, mani patty. Those are, like, the simple things in life that bring me so much joy. And it doesn't take much for those of you wondering to bring me some joy. So those are my things. Like, I just love a clean house and I love a fridge that's fully stocked that... I like grocery shopping for me is such a challenge. So I feel like I'm there all the time. And, um, when the fridge is stocked and I don't have to do that and the house is clean and you have fresh nails, it's like, it's a good feeling. And that's like the best feeling in my world. And honestly, by changing the help requests and getting others to help, it allows for me to spend more time with my kids. And who doesn't want that to be a great parent? And Honestly, I feel like the best parenting, like it just takes like deep connection with your kids and that takes time. So if there's some things that are filling up your time schedule, especially when it comes to like, you know, cleaning the house for whatever, six hours on a Saturday, if I can remove that and I can spend six hours with my kids, I would take that any time. And that is worth, you know, every dollar and cent in the world. And especially when you get to have teenagers because they are the coolest human beings, I swear, on the planet. I wanted this episode like to be and reflect a true perspective of being an entrepreneur and balancing mom life and explain like better Like when you look at me on social media and through my business, it's the village that's helping me achieve those big, crazy goals. And um, this is like this interesting moment. So yesterday I was at the store and we have um, several photo shoots that we do throughout the year. And yesterday I had a photo shoot and it was super exciting. And another complete side note, for the past six months, for me personally in my life, I have been eating super clean and like hitting the gym like six days a week, which like feels really great. And like for me, I've always kind of gone up and down with like where I am and like fitness. Like I'll go really crazy and then I take a break and then I think you like gain weight and you lose weight and gain weight. And lose. Anyways, but over the past six months, I've just been really focused. I don't know. It's just like it's a good vibe that I'm into. Maybe it's like COVID where it's just like you feel like you can get out, you're doing CrossFit, there are multiple competitions that we're signing up for. So there's always like lots of goals. It's really helping me. Anyways, I'm just, I'm giving you so that you understand 
where I'm at. So I'm eating clean, hitting the gym, and I feel great. And I feel like it's a COVID wake up, but it's not been easy. Honestly, hard days, questioning moments, failure. Honestly, I've got more bruises on my legs from barbells in my life. And the lack of sugar and saying no to Nutella has been very challenging. But anyways, this client is in the store and she's this beautiful lady and she's looking for product and um, she just stops. And I'm walking around. So just to give you a visual, I'm walking around in the store with a pair of six inch heels on a satin skirt with like a high slit and this like cute little shirt and my hair and my makeup is done and it's like fire. Like it's just, I, cause I, I just literally came from like, you know, when they have like those big flash things, like we're literally just doing a photo. So I'm walking around like a complete diva. This is not normally how I walk around in the store, but complete like, like diva ask where you're just like, you're looking like so fire but it's literally because around the other side of the corner, I just, I just literally walked over and I just had it. And she stops this lady and she looks at me and she's like in awe and she smiles and she's like, wow, you're the complete package. And I'm just like, so kind of embarrassed by it. Like I'm blushing now. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's not, I'm like, I just, hold on a second. Like you're seeing this in a totally different perspective. Like I literally just came from over there and it's so hard for me to take these compliments. Like I I don't, I don't even know why, why it's hard for me to take that. But anyway, she's like, looks me and she's, and I just wanted to sort of say to her, like, if you would have just seen me like an hour ago though, like I was in a pair of jean shorts, I had a t-shirt on, my hair is in a messy bun. I did not have any makeup on and I did not look like this. And I was still crushing out. Like I'm still the same person of what I am. It's just like what that picture represents is totally different as to like, it's just what social media is seeing. And that's not how I am. Like, I don't come home like that and then act like that in front of my kids, right? Like, I'm just normal Amanda. Like, it's not, it's not Amanda in like a pair of like heels with this like high slit skirt. Like, most of the time I'm just like in jean shorts and a t-shirt or honestly, I'm just like chilling at home. And um, yeah, I just, I, I, I don't know. I just think because like, I feel like a lot of the times... I just feel like I'm just like a regular Jane Doe, Joe. And I'm sharing it with you because it just, if you would have seen me earlier, I was just so basic mom. And I just think that like, I don't look like that every day, but when I do that life legend that I'd be ready for a ride. I hope that you guys enjoyed this. And I hope that you guys like are able to see some of like the raw, true, like things of being an entrepreneur, especially with mom. Like I cannot say enough how important it is to sort of take the time for yourself, schedule things out, ask for help, and make sure that, you know, whatever that is that you're trying to follow, especially if it's a goal that you're working on, that you really, really commit to that. You know, you really, really make time to schedule that in and follow that through. There's so many things that can fail, you know, with new businesses. And I think that just, you know, picking yourself back up each and every time, especially if you really, really believe in something, it will get there. It will get there eventually. And, you know, it's so amazing that the compliments, like especially that lady that came into the store. But if we actually look back, like what I wanted to say is, is even with the lady in the store, it's like, I know, but like the six months of eating clean and saying no to a lot of sugar and saying no to a lot of the other things that weren't serving me is the hardest thing, right? Just for that one moment, like that one comp, like that one thing that you had, right? 
But what people don't see is all the hard work that goes into it for, you know, the six months prior or heck, even with like my business, like this has been 10 years, right? So people don't see that side of things. It's hard. It is really hard. It's really hard to make sacrifices and commitments and like really, really digging deep to opportunities that, you know, you know, that are going to benefit you. And yeah, it's just, you know, you need to make sure that like whatever it is that you believe in that, you know, you work really, really hard on it and don't give up and make sure like those kids are counting on you. So make sure that you're there for you, your kids, and also that life legend. Thank you so much to listening to this episode of the Creative Influencer Show. I hope you've gained some inspiration today and you've left with your heart and your mind a little bit more full. I have been building and designing Muskoka Cottages here for almost 20 years, and I love talking about this topic. My mission is to provide insightful knowledge around the design and home building industry. We are a small business, guys, so every like, DM, and subscribe makes a difference, and it keeps us going. We read every single one of them, so make sure to subscribe to our channel, follow us on social, Instagram, Facebook, or better yet, join the mail list and receive 15% off your first online purchase. Or better yet, subscribe to our RB Love Your Home boxes, which are now offered seasonally to keep your home looking fresh and on style. If you love what you heard, please share this podcast and subscribe to it. Share with two of your friends, spread the word, tag us in it, Um, do whatever you need to do just to make sure that it gets out there um, and make sure to love your home. Until next time, RB Tribe, be kind to one another and remember to be inspired and love your home.